on this episode was telling me that he had a, he had a friend. He doesn't do this anymore, so this is not snitching. But he had a friend who was like a tow truck driver gone rogue. <laughs> and he would like work for the tow truck company like during the day. But I think he had his own tow truck for like, you know, hobby stuff. And <laughs> yeah, he, would, he, was a, he would like take money to like tow people's cars for revenge. Mm-hmm. And he would tow their cars to Kima. And then park the car. <laughs> this is the best thing I've Holy heard in my entire life. Shit. He would park the car in illegal like parking Pretty areas. Oh! Oh my so god. Then, so then so then the city of Kima would really tow the car. Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Everybody and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I'm your host Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host who's still begging for a chip in his head. Adam Riley, give me the chip. I want the chip. <laughs> Just want to know where the chip at. That's the C word Adam is not afraid to use. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we got, a, we got a, I guess this week, uh, Abby Bullman, a local comedian. Um, Spend some time in, in California, which all Mark is from California. Mm-hmm. So you can two can talk about how much better Texas is than California as much as y'all want. I know y'all both do that. <laughs> but uh, we were just talking before we started recording. I personally do not use uh, the Deodorant. word cunt in, <laughs> in conversation. I've never called a woman that, obviously. Uh, I just think it's the second most offensive word in the English language. And you, you, as a woman, I, I don't agree. What I, would you say? I don't know. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say the words I find offensive. Oh, for like the listeners, slurs. this Abby Volman is a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. um, in case anybody was uh, wondering, uh, yep, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> um, no doubt about it. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I like the word cunt. It's kind of satisfying. I don't use it a lot, though. Like how? What context would you use it? I don't write jokes with like it? cunt. I don't. Right. Um, I but would the, you feel comfortable saying that to somebody to their face? Like you're acting like a like a cunt. I, if they were acting like a cunt and like it like provoked me enough to the point where I would call them a cunt, I would do it. That's like borderline fighting words. It is borderline fighting words. That's kind of what I'm getting at, though. You you ready to throw fists? Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> I throw words at him. That's my point. It's like there's certain words that are basically we're fighting now. Right. right. I feel like that might be one of them. It's, a, it's, it's not in my it's not in like my pocket of swear words that I right. go to, but I mean, I don't like if somebody called me a cunt, I'd be like, eh, well. It's extremely inflammatory. I think yeah. so. Uh, it, it it's very inflammatory. Yeah. Obviously the British have a special relationship with it where it's like Almost yes. like a comma. Well, they're the Australians, yeah, Australians, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we don't talk about those scum. No, <laughs> I'm not even sure if Australia actually exists still. So, Well, on the That's flat the Earth, um, they've always been a myth. <laughs> they're, they're a myth? Yeah. Down under? Down under what? Yeah. Let's try. <laughs> Are you outing it. yourself as a flat earther right no. now? No. <laughs> I have met some flat earthers out in the wild. And, and it's hilarious. It is no, hilarious. Crazy. It's scary, though. Like, Look, there's idiots 
all across the world. Yes. Really, <laughs> really dumb people. Um, and flat earthers might take the cake. Yeah. Like those are some of the dumbest of the dumb. They're just so passionate about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, well, it's unbelievably passionate. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing that's that boggles I mean. my mind. Like, like, um, you know how... Like, uh, like Trump supporters, they get like so in your face and oh, yeah. angry about it. Mm-hmm. Flat earthers. Because are- the media is lying to you. <laughs> Jesus. I'm kidding. Uh, no, 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 no. Like flat earthers, dude. They uh, like, they're so passionate about it. They're calm. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. think they're, they're confident. so, they're yeah. so far above you in terms of intelligence. They, yeah. they'll just look at you and like, they'll, they'll have like a, you know, seemingly calm demeanor, but they, they are super confident. Like, oh, like, yeah. Did All you right. go up in the weather balloon? Did yeah. you go up <laughs> in the space shuttle? Like, nice try. I see the hash marks on the photos. We never made it to the moon. All this shit. I'm like, <sighs> the amount of insane cooperation, which humans are not good at. No. That the world, like the governments across the world, not would government, have to have governments, governments, yeah. all of them. Whenever I want to start Korea. fights with people, I'll tell them the moon landing was fake. <laughs> 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 like that's how I've gotten guys to stop hitting on me in bars, <laughs> legitimately. Well, be careful. That can major backfire I know. on you. <laughs> well, because yeah, I know. They're like, finally, somebody like, gets finally. me. <laughs> I'm preface it with the question: Do you believe in the moon landing? Right, right, right. <laughs> Whoa. Or Helen Keller, that's a good one too to get guys what? to stop talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a whole conspiracy theory uh, that's just basically a meme that Helen Keller never existed. I'm listening. <laughs> she's not. I am. I mean, like people are basically just. But she's deaf. Jeez. See what I did? Way there? to go, Adam. See what I did? That she didn't. <laughs> she's blind. <laughs> I'm satisfied with myself. <laughs> Nobody else is liking this, but I'm loving it. Oh God. You always <laughs> open such a can of worms. When you yeah. about <laughs> it's true. Yeah, Who would have thought that would be like the like the hot topic of 2021? <laughs> right. Well, so the Keller. first time I met Torian, mm-hmm. um, we talked about Helen Keller not being real for 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know we're, what y'all we're did we're for driving. the 10 seconds before y'all talked about that. but It was like, hey, I'm Abby, I'm a comic. It was like, hey, I'm Tori, I'm a comic. And then we were in the car driving to El Campo for mm-hmm. a show. And This is Tori and Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. That entire drive, we just made Helen Keller jokes the whole entire way. <laughs> God, he's a treasure. Yes. Yeah, he's a treasure. Never invited back to the podcast. It's um, only because he shit on you for two and a half hours. Yeah, well... <laughs> And then uh, he goes, "Hey, I love you, baby." And you feel yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he is one of the like the people. And we talk. Feel free. We can talk about local comedy stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, he is like one of the biggest glue guys yes. in comedy. Like, there's certain characters, like, not characters, people in Houston comedy that just are universally like. Mm-hmm. They're invited. To, they're just invited to everything. Everyone's always happy to see them. Never has a negative thing to say about him. So he's definitely getting set up. For a big fall. <laughs> when we find out he's into some sick shit, it's going to suck. It's you like, mean the guy with the Muppet page is into some sick shit? And a fucking My Little Pony tattoo? Yeah, I know. He's, he's been pretty open about the sick shit he's into. Yeah, but that's the thing is everyone's like, oh, Torian being Torian. He's just joking. Yeah. Like, no, he's... He has jokes about pedophilia. He's like, no, he's really... He's, no, I he's love Torian. Up. Yeah, he's one of the best. <laughs> Was that on the, the video game episode? Or that just a, no, no, we no. just had him on 
and we talked about food for most of the time, and he just made jokes at your expense most of the time. Yep. Yeah, you're lucky <laughs> that I'm so easy to make fun of. <laughs> it's true. Because you somehow don't catch any shit. <laughs> and we are basically the same person. We are. We're very similar. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of realizing why you named the podcast, you know? Yeah. 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 You guys are sitting on the couch. The only reason I know who Mark is is because he's a brunette and you're a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> First off, <laughs> not a ginger. But, um, you keep claiming that. It's true. How just, are you not a ginger? When I ha- I'm I, not Helen Keller. I can no, see. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but no, I have a joke about it. But like, whenever I had hair, it was brown. Auburn at the absolute Auburn. most. Auburn. You hear that bullshit, Mark? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you, can look, see, you can look me up on Facebook. I have younger pictures where I, when I was... Uh, it was haven't given up on life yet. <laughs> um, no, I was basically the exact same. Just had hair. Just had hair. Yeah, I can't even imagine you with hair. Honestly, I hear that a lot. Yeah, I haven't had like I ha- always had a shitty hairline, so like losing my hair wasn't as tough. You knew as, it was coming. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's and even when I had it, it wasn't great. So like, it wasn't a big part of my life. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when it went, I was like, all right, I embrace this very early. So. I dated a bald dude when I was in high school, so... Mm-hmm. Like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Had he shaved his head? Or? No, no, no. He had alopecia. Oh, thank like, you. Like, legit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 how, how no, no, old no. was this guy? So, but a lot of Let's people... Let's out this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so many people thought that he had cancer, like, when we would go out in public. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, you see, like, a bald child, you're just yeah. going to assume that they have cancer, which is, like, awful to say. Um, but I actually used to talk about it on stage because there is legitimately one time we went out on a date and another table had paid for our food because they legit thought like, Ooh, like this is a good grift. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of <laughs> We're in- already half the way there. Right. Right. He's got to shave our eyebrows. Get, you could get, yeah. So that's that's the kicker. He had no eyebrows and he had like no eyelashes, which is kind of funny because like, you know, things didn't end great. Right. So sometimes it's comforting to think about, like, if he sweats, it just gets in his eyes. <laughs> 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 he has, like, nothing Oh, my God, him. you're a monster. <laughs> I don't really care. Clearly. Uh, he joined the cult, so he's a whole, yeah. It's a what whole cult? It, he joined this, like, um, this thing, like, have you heard of WeWork? No. Did we work. It was like um That sounds vaguely familiar. It, did you watch Generation Hustle on yep, HBO? Yep, yep. So yep, WeWork yep. was that company That's where right. like they were like valuing themselves. So he didn't work for WeWork, but he worked for a, a corporation that was starting out in Vegas with a very similar, gotcha. similar like, kind thing of vibe. to WeWork. So like when I say cult, like I mean that like to any outsider, you'd be like, Holy shit, you know, mm. ninety hour work weeks and like, like comedy. company retreats. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Except where we get paid less than cults get paid. Right. Yeah, we do. We make no <laughs> Somehow. Money. I'm always like fascinated by cults. Just like, me too. They, especially like the extreme ones. I'm just like, I want to learn more about it. Because I'm to me, I'm just like, who gets sucked into this? Yeah, for real. Like, Pe- um, it's it's so mind boggling because the one that he worked for, they had like, um, they, they never like sold any real product very similar to WeWork. Mm-hmm. Where like this guy would just give seminars and then you would just buy more seminars. And that was the whole thing. Like, that was it. He would promise people that he could make them millionaires in nine weeks. Like Tony Robbins? Yeah, kind of. Except for Tony Robbins, uh, gigantic hands. Yeah. Yeah. Someone invited me to go see Tony Robbins a few years ago. And I was like, no thanks. No thanks. Well, it's like, I feel like there's just certain people. It's like the same people who are like have addictive personalities. Yeah. Like, I could smoke a cigarette. 
and never wanted a cigarette again. Some other people, they smoke a cigarette and they're like, oh, I have to have another cigarette. Right. There's yeah. like people who are the same susceptibility for like self-improvement. It's like a high. Like, yeah. You feel better about yourself when you're hearing right. this raw, raw stuff. That what's sick, and, like, and that's all it is. Like, if there are like positive, like um, self help groups or whatever, right. that's a great thing because you're giving somebody a real, like a better life. Right. And it's going to dissipate just like a drug does. But whenever you are using that kind of drug thing yeah. to sucker somebody into spending their life savings, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Well, like if you remember, like when they talked about WeWork, like they promised all of those employees like stock in the company. It's not a real company. Right. So that's kind of like what he got like sucked into was, you know, he had promise, 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 promise. Um, if you do this, it's going to pay off here. But it has like no legitimacy. Like there's yeah. nothing. It's called something corporation. Yeah. But there's no corporation. There's it's, you know, that's it's how Nexium started. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Nexium. Nexium. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to talk if to Nexium you. If Nexium is listening, <laughs> it's Adam's turn to get branded. Yeah, exactly. No, they weren't branded. They didn't brand. I thought Nexium men. did brand people. They branded women they, only. Well, they did. They branded people. They branded people. Yeah, yeah they were the the Smallville um, yeah, yeah, actress. Yeah. She was like one of yeah. the the people who like selected other women. Yeah, kind of fucked up. Well, super I'm, not very inclusive. Well, maybe maybe That's they're the problem, looking to man. expand equality. You know, they kind of got exposed for only branding women. So. Exactly right. Twenty twenty one. It's time to brand. Yeah, it's time to brand Adam. What would you brand on a guy if you're the leader of this cult? Oh God! He, <laughs> what something Ranieri he branded like his initials on them. Yeah, that's real fucked up. What would you brand? I don't know on that I would guys? brand any like anything on anyone. I would give somebody like an embarrassing temporary tattoo and call it a day. Cause See, like, that's I have like why a you're not a cult well, There's your problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's my problem. Is that oh no, I have some morals. I have some limits. <laughs> mm -hmm. For now. For now. You do comedy a little bit longer. That's gonna start fading away. Right. So you've actually been doing comedy for uh, three years. Three years. You've been doing I like long, to say long... two and a half though, because of the pandemic. Same. So yeah. Two and a half, three mm -hmm. years. So we've been doing roughly the same amount of time. Yeah, we have. She's been wildly more successful than me. Um, I bet she works a lot harder at it than you I do. I have a lot more hair than you do. Those are both true statements. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, You also have like a real job, Adam. I do, yes. yes. I, don't, I don't have a real job. I do for now. Uh, until my <laughs> boss hears this episode. And, like, what did he say in the first 10 seconds? So what did he say about branding? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but really, the reason I wanted to have you on here, um, the U.S. is pulling out of Afghanistan. What are your thoughts? Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's going to be the one we're going to rely on now. No. Nah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah. Like, pass. <laughs> I get, like, all of my war info from Will Loden. Yeah. Good one. Best source. I think the only time we've delved into anything political was the Kenji episode. That was about it. We've like yeah, dabbled here and talk, there. Excuse me, on like things I don't know too much about. Right. Um, that because, as a comic, yeah, that can't last. That, well, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, though, but some people get on stage and they talk about things they don't necessarily understand. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, I went to an open mic when um, all that, like you know. Um, Israel um, and Palestine conflict started like really like getting mm -hmm. real bad. And a comic, um, I actually don't know who it was, got up on stage and um, was just making like some pretty 
insensitive like jokes about the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have this weird thing when, when I watch comics and they're like either making fun of white people, they always like say their jokes to me. Uh, <laughs> like they make direct eye contact with me. And I'm like, dude, first of all, white, like I'm down to make fun of white people. Right. Second of all, I'm mixed uh, mm. with Syrian. And uh, what this particular comic was going on about um, he was just like kind of saying it directly to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, you Did know, he not know you were a comic. Uh, I don't know if he didn't know if I was a comic, but he definitely didn't know that I was Syrian. And like, you know, we still have family over there. And so mm-hmm. it's a, uh, when things like that are going on, they, maybe I think about them a little bit differently than, uh, somebody who doesn't have as much of a connection to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's just so, the yeah. California in you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it does make sense. Cause yeah. After, one thing I learned... He's actually spent a lot of time over there. Yeah, one thing I learned... In California? Israel. That too. Israel yeah. and even Africa. Like, I have a lot of people tell me, oh, well, this is what we need to, f- need, we need to fix things, or this is how we fix that part of the world. Right. And usually I just got to sit down and be like, look, have you been there? No, I have. Right. You have no idea what's going on. Oh, but the news says this. The news isn't always 100% Wait, accurate. you're telling me... <laughs> you're sitting here telling me... That Sean Hannity would lie to me? Oh, yeah. No. But the thing is, is I... Oh, next Tucker? Yes. No, come on. No, I, I went to Israel because I was like, I was I wanted to go to the Middle East, but I he wanted to... He was trying to hook himself an Israeli <laughs> woman. He is obsessed on these women because they serve in the military. I mean, they're strong. I'm they like, are, I've met some women that yeah. like moved to the United States after they served yeah. in Israel. I took yeah, an improv spies. class with one. <laughs> spies. Yeah. Jesus. I watched the Americans. That's Russian. Yeah. No, but it's it was. It is the Russians. I, I, Adam just got so excited. <laughs> he did. That's a great show. I was like, it is the Russians. Oh yeah. my god. No, is Ruskies a is that like a derogatory term? It's what the Americans called the Russians during like the Cold War. But is it is it as offensive as what we called people in like Vietnam? I don't think so. I don't think Russians care. No, is that like, a fact? They, I don't think they get offended. I don't know if it's a fact, but like, have you like met people from Russia? Yes, they're just they moved to America and they are just still like they know they're smarter than us. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, there's a lot of smart ones, but they're uh, just they're just above it. Well, that's the, those are the only like, ones who get be in. Bothered. So like that's the thing with a lot with like a lot of immigrants is like because uh, I don't know how deep we're gonna go in this, but like uh, our immigration policy is like. We basically only, for the longest time, would only take like the best and brightest like geniuses. Yeah. So if somebody's coming in from a foreign country, they had some like they're a chemical engineer or they're some kind of math whiz or something like that. Yeah. So we're not seeing a true representation of actual Russians. <laughs> like if we were to go over to Russia, Russia right now, there is a Russian equivalent to dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> In fact, it's probably a decent person. Well, like, does anybody know what's in Siberia? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, how smart can we you be living in Siberia? We don't even know what's Siberia? in our own national park systems. Oh, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I heard somewhere, like, Russia's got enough, like, forest land to, like, sustain the logging industry for, like, a hundred years. Yeah. And it's just untapped. Like, But they're never going to get to it because it's in Siberia. Right. Like, is it really, they're the biggest country in the world. Is it really worth it? Yeah. It's like Canada is, like, top five. Right. But only like isn't like 10%. half of Canada like like not inhabited by people. Eighty percent, seventy five percent of Canadians live within a two right. hour like drive of the, the border. The border, because yeah. yeah. there's nothing. You go up to northern Canada, there is nothing yet. out there. Yet, what do you mean yet? Keep this global warming going. <laughs> 
Oh, the That's ice is going to melt? Beachfront property, but boys. I'm an early adopter. Trump is on to something with that Greenland shit. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because if, if global warming does keep going. The podcast viewers can't see, but I'm shaking my head so violently. Right. But like, think about it. I don't love the sentence that Trump was on to anything. <laughs> well, Except look. like. You know. Even a blind dog finds a bone once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bonkers to me. This, uh, you're like telling me you never thought about nuking a, a hurricane? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> he suggested what? that. He suggested that, yeah. I know. He's a psychopath. That's what I mean. But he's an ideas guy, and that's what we need. No, I'm <laughs> Another outlandish thought brought to you by Adam Radliff. <laughs> Adam's just like starting trouble for no reason. That's all a podcast is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam says outlandish thing and I instigate things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've yeah. lived in Los Angeles, California. Yes, sir. You've lived in Houston, Texas. Yep. What brought you to Houston? My parents moved here when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go with them. When they moved, um, but I was born over in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got dragged here. Basically. So I got dragged here. You know, I have a friend, uh, immigrant, that also has the same story. Uh, her story's a little. No, I'm kidding. I don't know where I'm like, going with this. How did we already get back to immigrants? Right. <laughs> I love that skit on SNL. That drunk uncle. Oh, I love drunk. Uncle. Like every, it was like immigrants. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan's most underrated oh, SNL God. cast member. Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, I love him. He's not underrated. He's great. Oh, I agree. But oh, for, but like you mean, I, I thought Vanessa Bayer was underrated as I well. I agree. She's so funny. I so completely agree. freaking funny. That little, like, the one where she's like a like, Jewish kid, like reading the news, and she just like her the, uh, acting is really good. Yeah, the bat mitzvah kid mm-hmm. or bar mitzvah. <laughs> it's bar mitzvah. bar mitzvah for a girl, right? No, bot. it's bot for a girl. Yeah. Bar for okay. a dude. bar for a boy. I get my uh, yeah. gender pronouns all mixed up. Yeah, well, you're a middle aged man. Nobody, nobody's yeah. uh, counting on you anymore. <laughs> Product <laughs> placement right. over here. That's right. <laughs> oh well, huh? Look where I am. Name drop. Um, so sorry for interrupting. You got got dragged here by your parents. Oh, well, yeah, I did. Um, being from California, I assumed you should have emancipated yourself and (laughs) Oh, I wanted to for like a good while. But the thing about having the personality that I have is I don't necessarily think that I'm a kid. Um, I didn't like to, I don't like authority is what I'm trying to say. I don't Mm -hmm. like to be parented. Um, mm-hmm. but as an adult, it works out a lot better because I have <laughs> independence <laughs> and my parents are supportive of that, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when I graduated, uh, high school, I moved myself back to Los Angeles, um, which sometimes I think about and I'm like, dude, how the fuck did I even do that? Cause like, I didn't know anybody. Like we didn't have family there. We have family right. in San Diego, San Francisco, how did your parents let you do that? So this is what everybody said. <laughs> they wanted you dead. Everybody, yeah. Well, so like, here's the thing is like the statistics for like people that get murdered in LA is like stupid high. It's like almost 2000 people a year get murdered. Right. Nobody knows that better than your parents. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I mean. Do you have any siblings? <laughs> yeah, I have two younger siblings. 
Oh man, do so they also send them to California? <laughs> well, they don't so, want you in the will. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, Adam. Like she dates one more comic. We're sending her, <laughs> we're sending her back to LA. Um, I'll send myself there. Yeah. Like honestly, here, if, if I do that again, I'm just gonna send myself to South Dakota at that point. <laughs> at that point, like I don't need to talk to anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just gonna banish myself from the human society yeah. until I'm ready to, you know, behave. So I had a similar. Not to interrupt, like I had a similar situation when i was 18 right my parents i was like kind of rudderless at the moment i was working like as a waiter some like shitty jobs yeah and my uncle knew this guy who was a repo driver and my parents like hey this guy needs a assistant you should go take this job so i would literally get out of this guy's car in the middle of fifth ward walk up to people's front door get in their car in the middle of night so they literally could rightfully assume i'm stealing their car and shoot me, and they're probably not going to prison. And I'm doing this at 18. I'm like, wait a second. In hindsight, they're like, how That's the real fuck job? did my parents? Yeah. No, it was mostly my mom. But like, how the fuck did she encourage me to do this? <laughs> my cousin did it. That's crazy. It yeah. was crazy. It was the biggest adrenaline rush on the planet. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But um, I only did it for like a month. But um, yeah. How do you encourage your kid to do that? You you really are stealing because you're doing it after dark. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to do it without being seen or caught. You you are stealing. You're it's just condoned by the state. That's yeah, all it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's legal stealing. Yeah. So um, uh, was telling me that he had a, he had a friend. He doesn't do this anymore, so this is not snitching. But he had a friend who was like a tow truck driver gone rogue. And he would like work for the tow truck company like during the day. But I think he had his own tow truck for like, you know, hobby stuff. And <laughs> yeah, he, would, he, was a, he would like take money to like tow people's cars for revenge. Mm-hmm. And he would tow their cars to Kima and then park <laughs> the car. <laughs> this is the best thing I've Holy heard in my entire life. Holy shit. He would park the car in illegal like parking Pretty areas. Oh! Oh my so god! Then, so then, so then, the city of Kima would really tow the car. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! I would have a life what? vendetta for like four hundred or five hundred dollars, which is not enough money for that. No, it's not. <laughs> he's doing it for the love of the game. Yeah. That's what I mean, he's a hobbyist. What a fucking monster! Genius. Genius. How is he not telling a joke about this on stage. I don't know, but if he doesn't, then I'm going. I can't Jesus even get through Charles. it without laughing, though. It's yeah, that's a, because I'm convinced that's what happened to Grady. Like, so, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Grady? It, did that happen this, to him? This, this story, yeah. <laughs> that, like where he basically he parked in like close to secret group. Yeah, and, and, and he yeah. got towed, and he wasn't in like enforced towing, and then they like told him where his car was. No, that's what they. Somebody stole his car. That's what it was. Yeah. Somebody had a quote unquote stolen his car and then they took it. They found the cops found his car at this random spot and they called Grady like, all right, this is where your car is. He's like, all right, I'm on my way. I'll go get it. Like, no, we have to tow it. And Grady's like, why? I'm on my way to go get it. What are you talking about? You have to tow it. Like, well, we're not going to wait here for you. We're going to tow it to the impound lot. So the cops basically gave him a bill, not the cops, but the cops forced him to go to this tow truck place to pay a bill. For, to get his stolen car out. That's insane. What kind of sick shit is that? Yep. That's and what I was I like, mean. I, and I told Grady, I was like, look, 
This is a grift yep. between the cops and the tow truck company. Oh, one There's a fucking kickback. Yep. And there's, oh, I was like, dude, you got fucked. Yeah. Not nearly as bad as what happened to these other people. Oh, God. If yeah. That, if somebody ever, if anyone ever, anyone listening to this, if you ever do this to me, <laughs> I will find you and I will get my pound of flesh. Don't even oh think about God. it. Dude, it's just the thought of that is so funny to me. Because imagine hysterical. going to the cops and they're like, and you're like, my car is stolen. They're like, no, your car's in Kima. Yeah. And like the best part about it too is that whoever like got their car towed still has their keys on them. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just makes it like that much sweeter, you know? Oh my God. That was so fucked up. It's dude. the inconvenience. Yes. And that that's what outrageous. I love. That's like, that's my kind of like style of like pranks. If I was going to like, I mean, that's not a prank. That's a crime. Yeah. But if, I were, if, if I were to if like. get caught. Yeah. If I were. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, what are you, how are you going to get caught? How are you going to get, you're going to be like, what? So you but weren't. I don't know. Like tow truck, but tow truck drivers are some of those people that you just kind of ignore. If you're driving or they walking by. They think the laws don't apply to them. But the thing is, is you or I, as the average person going down the road, you think, oh, this person's car got towed because they parked illegally or yeah, it's broken down. So they have the to get it towed somewhere. So and if it's not suspicious. Right. Be towing, yeah. You're basically invisible as a tow truck driver. Both while you're at work and while off work. Yes. Fuck you. You're scum of the earth. Sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. So funny, dude. I like, I asked Charles because I was like, does this guy still do it? He was like, no. And I was like, damn. No, he's dead. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) caught him doing it and killed his ass. Not that I have $400. It could be a woman. I don't know. (laughs) On that note, you guys talk amongst yourself. I'm going to get a refill. (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, So why... When you were in California, after you moved back after high school, what made you come back again to Houston? The 2020 story, okay. the lost my job um, story. I lost, uh, I lost both my jobs uh, in a BJ's brew house. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was that, like March 13th? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, when everything hit the fan. When everything, yeah, shit hit the fan. And then they, uh, the city of Los Angeles shut down, uh, well, I guess the state of California shut down clubs and bars. Mm-hmm. And so comedy was gone immediately. Yeah. And then uh, within the next uh, two days, and for some reason I happened to be in a BJ's like both times, uh, I, they closed restaurants as well. Wait, 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 wait. What did I miss? So I was in you a- You had a job giving BJ's. No, I was in a BJ's brew house. Oh. You wish, loser. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Yeah. What were you doing there? Line uh, cook? No, I was just there to for shits and giggles, I guess. My friends wanted to go there. Assistant manager? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People who manage restaurants are beyond me, dude. Yeah, that like, seems like the worst, people, most depressing co- in like, life. Yeah, because I work in a restaurant now. Like, how are you going to come at me with authority? You manage a <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. You're a sad person. Like, yep. no. Uh, oh, you're gonna. Th- oh, you're gonna threaten me. You're gonna threaten me. That's what makes Fuck the job you. so impossible. Is that all the employees know that these people? That's what I mean. Like it's. Like so, they're getting shit on by people from the ages of eighteen to twenty-four all the time, right? And they're like, they're going home every night, like, fuck my life. The only reason I'm staying in this is because I'm fucking younger people nonstop. <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to admit, like, oh every restaurant I ever worked at, there was always a manager who was sleeping somebody 
way, way too young to, uh, to be reasonable. Of course. That's every restaurant. Yeah, every restaurant. It's the only reason they stay in the game. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That are literally no other options. Have you seen the movie Waiting? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that movie. I think everyone, I've said this uh, probably on podcasts multiple times, everyone in America should have to work in the service industry for a little while. I agree. Fuck yeah. getting drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put them in a drive-thru. Yeah. Like to see uh, yeah. some people last one hour. Yeah. Because yeah. pe- it gives you a perspective and, a, and an appreciation for what those people are going through. Exactly. And you realize that your shit is not that important. Right. And these are human beings that you're treating like they're dirt. And like, um, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, in a way, I guess servers are just a vessel for, like, you know, food to table transportation. Mm-hmm. But, like, the issue is that the consumer, like, has put so much expectation on servers to provide an experience. Right. If you guys didn't want an experience, then we would just only have drive throughs and right. nobody would complain. Well, but because you want me to cultivate this atmosphere so you actually have a good time and justify spending your money, and also who wants to go through a drive through all the time? Right. So I get it. And I like when I have positive experiences out in restaurants but majority of the people that come into restaurants, especially since the pandemic, like this isn't even just me. This is all of my friends that are servers. This is even restaurants I've been to noticing how other tables treat their servers. Like people, like, yeah, people forget that, you know, we're human beings Yeah. and I pay my utility bill based off of, you know, your 20%, you know? Yeah. You know it, what? I, I'm sorry. I just figured out COVID. It's not a pandemic. It's the pandemic. Oh my god! And it's oh, god. all because somebody got bad service at a Chili's, <laughs> and they're getting back at the entire restaurant industry. Like, you know what? Oh, you're not gonna give me an extra bottomless salad? Boom! <laughs> restaurant industry done, dude. The restaurant the industry is done. Like, are you kidding? It'll be bad. It's like I don't know how it's really gonna recover because collectively people have been so shitty to fast food workers. It's just kind of like. And we're also out of supplies. So, like, we can't give people what they want. Okay, so it's definitely a pandemic. I'm joking about the pandemic. That's a joke. But, like, (laughs) one thing that, like, annoyed the shit out of me with the pandemic is, like, watching politics and people making these big, like, so, like, oh, we're risking these lives or, like, oh, my, you're not, no value. Like, wait a second. I don't know about where you live. There's been fast food open Every single day, never yeah. shut yeah. down. Right, essential workers. So you're telling me these That's all what these, I mean. the lowest the people who are having to work just to survive at a job that fucking sucks. That's what I mean. That's what pisses They're, me they off. They can risk it, but my state senator can't go to work that day. Right. Oh, that made me so angry. Well, it pisses me off too because people want to talk about um, higher wages and everything, and people get so up in arms over it. I'm like, dude, uh. Because you wanted fucking shitty ass buffalo wings while you were stuck inside. Uh-huh. I still had to go to work, dude. <laughs> like, and also too, I went to work the whole time. California really made it feel like an apocalypse too, which was another reason I actually moved back because mm-hmm. it literally felt like the world was ending and my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and my grandmother live here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, dude. I'm like four states away uh, from 
the people I would want to be around if the planet was going to explode. Right. Wait, why would you want to be around your family? Uh, I'm kidding. I, I secretly you, like them. Huh? I said I secretly like them. Yeah, my, my family's <laughs> great. Um, yeah, it's just, it seemed like such a weird disconnect. Yeah. But uh, it was kind of crazy because like I got to Houston July 2020 mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, like y'all are still doing stuff. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did I was like, like, hold up. I've been depressed in my room. <laughs> yeah. For months. One of my best friends from California came out mid pandemic. He flew out and he comes out, gets in the vehicle. We pick him up at the airport with his mask on. I'm like, dude, you can take that off. He's like, what? I'm like, we're going to go get some ribs. I'm like, you want barbecue? We're going to get ribs and brisket. And we go and nobody's wearing masks. He's like, yeah. what is going on? I'm like, dude, this is Texas. I had people tell me. I had people tell me. We were fine. Dude. I mean, we were shut down for like two, three months. Right. Yeah. And he came out during and that time. Whenever we, we came out, I was always pretty diligent. When was about it masking. shut down? It was before you got here. I yeah. Think. Yeah. We were Must shut down for like two or three months. And then it opened back up. In May. And no then way. for like a month and then yeah. shut back down. For like three weeks. Yeah. For like exactly like three weeks. And then it opened back up. Because it was 4th of July. It got shut down. Yeah. Yeah. There was like capacity laws mm-hmm. and. And everyone had to wear their masks inside. Um, so, but it's just recent. It's just like literally in the last month that people are just like, eh, if you want a mask, you can. If you don't, whatever. Yeah. It's 100% capacity. That being said, I'm double vaxxed. Like, I'm, I'm not super concerned. Yeah, I'm yeah, vaxxed too. Thing. Yeah, I'm vaccinated as well. But honestly, like, but how can we prove that? Exactly. We're vaxxed? That's kind of what I mean. I have my chips. card. Oh, I have my, my card. Get us chips. Bill Gates, please, if you're hearing this, oh. I know that your robot's hearing this. Yeah. So, robot, <laughs> tell your master to give me a chip. I want it. This is just Adam, like, Jam making it. Republican jokes, but just outing himself yeah. as libertarian. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's, like, the most, it's, like, the least Republican or libertarian thing in the world. I embrace my tech overlords. <laughs> please make my life better Someone- and easier. For me, it all, it's all the chip. I joke about these chip things, but I literally would sign up to do one tomorrow. And it all leads back to identity theft <laughs> and having to have Oof. a thousand different passwords <laughs> to every different site that I have. You know, I'm not going to remember them all. I'm going to have them written down somewhere. I'm less safe than I was with this stupid password. You know, Google will remember me your passwords a- for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me a hacker can't get to that? Yeah. Hello? Who, who fucked you over and yeah, who stole oh, your identity? I stole it a couple of times. <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't lost any money on it because I caught it. Right. And thankfully, the banks had that protection. But like, I don't, I'm just tired of having to work, look over my shoulder over stupid shit. Dude, uh, I hate having no passwords. Chase Bank uh, once took, um, let's say, tens of thousands of dollars out of my savings account one time, mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, actually, because uh, I cashed a check that was like essentially a trust. I'm outing myself as a trust fund kid, but I don't, nice, I don't yeah. trust that. I don't touch that money. Um, but they took it back like two weeks later. Because uh, the bank teller that deposited it thought I was a minor. And so I sure. show up, but like gave yeah, her my identification. ID. Yeah, Fake she ID. was like, mm, you're a minor. I had to go to like four different where Chase did banks. She get to, where did she get off to make yeah, that Yeah, like where's, where's her authority in that? Like, dude, scan it. Fucking yeah. do whatever you want to it, girl. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's my money. <laughs> we right. own attitude at her. It's just like she's like the waiter of the banking industry. <laughs> I was crying. The, yeah, the bank teller. That's like the that is you treat them right, or else they'll spit in your bank account. Her name was Tina. Fuck you, Tina. <laughs> she does sound like a bitch. She's a bitch. She was like, I've been doing this 30 years. I was like, clearly you're stupid. Like, <laughs> speaking of, look at my ID. Helen th- that's just making a judgment based upon your appearance. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Also, I'm handing you my identification. Exactly. That's I was exactly like, what, do you want? what a crook would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying, that's what I'm, saying. I'm like, not a criminal. But. That's what just give me a chip. Scan, like it's tied to my biometrics. Someone just jam a chip up his ass, Look, please. People, that's what people who are paranoid, they're like libertarians or, or ultra conservatives. Like, oh, you don't want the government tracking you? I'm like, the government is already yeah, tracking already me doing as it. much as they want. I hope they're having a great time. My life is so boring. Exactly. <laughs> like, I have nothing to hide. Like, What are you going to do? Want, You're going to steal my jokes? Oh, no. The huge amount of conveniences that would be brought on by this far outweigh any uh, notion of the government you're Being for a, you're a pro AI run society guy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot wait <laughs> for driverless cars. <laughs> I will be an early adopter of when it's perfected or not even. Perfected. You know, Teslas are already like able to do it, but the software is illegal mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Maybe probably, the world. I don't probably know. Probably because of some. Well, so Chevrolet <laughs> fucking lobbyist. Or some idiot senator. Well, I've heard that there's police scanners in Teslas when you have the full software. So that's part of the reason why we don't have like full self-driving cars, which is why it also kind of baffles me too when like people try, like I'm not, I'm not like a, you know, Elon Musk supporter by any means, but it does like. We talked about him the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It like, it pisses me off though when people try and sue Tesla when like uh, freak accidents happen because I'm like, dude, you have to keep your hands on the wheel. Yeah. Like there was a kid, I think a few years ago who like drove himself off a bridge or something actually in California um, because he was crawling around in the car. Like, and the Tesla can't actually exit a highway uh, Mm -hmm. in self-drive mode. You have to switch it out and signal um, to exit a highway. And so I think that's what happened was he needed to like make a turn or exit something the car cannot do. Right. And like, dude, it, it, like you, you, you flew off an overpass and they tried to sue Tesla for it. And I was like, no, that's negligence. Like from the driver. Yeah. Yeah. What blows, that's yeah, true. I agree. What blows my mind is America went from, we built the Hoover Dam. Thousands of people died, but you got to crack a few eggs. Like the, we built the Empire State Building. People died. Like everything that America's ever done that are technological advancements. We got to the moon. How many people died in that? Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's, you're going to have to crack a few eggs. Like, the, I'm sorry. It is what I was going to make a yeah. fake moon landing joke, but you see. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So Actually, look at all the people that have died. It's like, all them. You all know. the ones that wouldn't go along. <laughs> was it Sam Shepard or whatever? Broke their NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> that dude that got burned up in the capsule. That was but if, shit. But if you think about it. Our, the culture, the modern culture in this country compared to what it was 40, 50 years ago is that you, people have this false sense of security where you think I should never get sick. Right. I should never feel pain. Right. I should never have to suffer. I should get everything I want and I don't have to die. That's not life. That's not life at all. There's lots of people that that's why people are so entitled. That's why people yeah. want everything immediately. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I signed um, an NDA for uh, Disney. Uh-huh. And the Jim Henson Company. Uh, Were you involved in that it was abomination like of a movie? That eighty pages. 
It was a See, intense I hate NDA. how litigious our society has become. It was not just a simple, you know, put your little, you know, rat signature here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, go to set. It was like to the point where I didn't tell people I worked for Disney even after the show came out. Because <laughs> I was like, are they going to kill me? How do you know what you're even signing? How am I supposed point? to? Yeah. First of all, I'm like, you know, 19. You've given up the rights 19. to your likeness for the rest of your life. <laughs> To the, to That's the mouse. That's what I mean. And I worked for, the, so people would call it Mauschwitz. Ah. Thankfully, I was only on set with Disney for a couple weeks. <laughs> so I didn't actually have to like endure that, that much, you know, I guess what people talk about. And I also wasn't like on camera. I was on camera, but I wasn't on camera. I was a stand-in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, How old it, was it, this it, person you were standing in for? Being I was standing in for celebrities. How old were these celebrities? Um, was you standing in for a kid? Is what I'm getting at. Oh no, I wasn't standing in for kids. I don't think. Well, Kristen Chenoweth is like what? She's like maybe five feet tall. I don't shorter. I know that name. Kristen Chenoweth. How do I know her? Um, popular. Oh, I'm, you're gonna be popular. You know, wicked. Look who you're talking to right now. Well, you're middle aged men. I assume you so know Wicked, was, the musical. Why would we know Wicked the music? Because like, everybody see, knows. This is the disconnect between Jamal's podcast <laughs> and our listen, podcast. Listen, listen. Even when you started you singing the song, you want to talk like, theater? We're yeah. gonna talk theater. I actually do enjoy musicals. Uh, of course, favorite of all time, easily Oliver with a bullet. Great musical. Have you seen the the one from like was it nineteen fifties or something like that? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Oliver, like the... It's Oliver with an exclamation point at the end. Oh, like, you mean like the kid? Oliver, Oliver Twist. Twist? Yeah. That musical sucks, Adam. No, 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 no. <laughs> the movie, not... It's not the it's movie, a, not the musical? Yeah, it's a Disney... I'm pretty sure it's a Disney production. It's got Fagin, it's got... Uh, they got Oliver Reed, who was in Gladiator. I would watch it if that... If, like, I didn't hate that musical so much. I, like, that was one show I... Uh, like very adamantly did not audition for. Yeah, it's no Wicked. Yeah, well, Actually, you can't. I, I can't, can't even say I've never seen Wicked. <laughs> wicked. I mean, it's it's a good show. Like if you get a chance to see it, like I would see it. But you know, I was raised in a Christian household, and we don't oh support God. witches. Oh God. I mean, I was raised in a Catholic household, but we still know how to have fun. Do y'all? <laughs> yeah. Conservatively, my parents are from San Diego. Oh yeah, so. right on the border. Yeah. Coyotes. My dad says that he's never smoked weed, and I don't believe him. Not one bit. My mom, I've seen I believe your her. dad. There's no he way. He came up to a show at a art museum that was oh, yeah, full yeah, yeah, of yeah. plaster dicks. Yeah. He has smoked weed. He's definitely. Well, so his favorite type of music, legit, is ska. Oh, oh gosh. No You're fooling nobody, I've man. I've never tried. So my dad, my dad, right? Oh, my God. So my dad has a story. That Whenever he was asking you to do like chores around the house, he was like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Stop. Oh, God. I don't feel good about that one at all. Oh. We're going to have to cut that out. Jesus I'm literally Christ. turning red out of embarrassment. <laughs> I've seen Adam turn red before. Yeah. When Adam, when we went to the river, we started putting sunscreen on like in the house mm-hmm. and somehow Adam already started sunburning. <laughs> yeah. We even went outside. It's called having an alabaster complexion. <laughs> it's a sign of it royalty. I'll have you know. It just got worse. Yeah. Oh God, that whole, that whole. That whole trip was a big old mess. We need to have Jacob on. 
talk about that lost on the river. I feel like we need to give Jacob a trophy. Or if something. it wasn't for her, we might have been lost on the river because we were like, we're yeah, because we were all just kind of just hanging out. Everybody mm-hmm. was like so distraught by the time it was like really time to leave the river. Everybody else had just given up except for me, <laughs> and like, which is so concerning. Because uh, uh, we're all high as balls, too, yeah. like, out of our minds. And, like, we're floating past, and I see a sign that has the same letters that, like, matched a wristband that we were wearing. Mm-hmm. And I was so delirious, too, at this point. I was like, those match. We need to stop here. This is it. Uh, and I was right. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> I, like, and I was the only person that saw the sign. Nobody else saw the sign. When the rest of our group finally caught up to us, they were like, why are we stopping? And I was like, the sign. Like, Do you know oh. how, how hard I'm trying to resist giving an Ace of Base reference Stop. right now. Oh, God. I, it's every fiber of my being to not do this. It, like, and I have to admit, I have to say it out loud, <laughs> or else my body will explode. <laughs> oh, God. You know, one of the conditions to getting out of the river was finding Adam, because for a yeah. minute, well, he did <laughs> float away. I was lost the river, too. I could have been lost, too. Yeah, but um, everybody was like, well, he'll be fine, because he went to college here. I was like, yeah, but he didn't go to college. <laughs> That's the like, worst oh, logic. <laughs> None of us had cell phones. Like, oh, it was so bad. There was a girl, she got out of the river crying. <laughs> she, 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 she literally, like, she's looking at us. She was like, I dropped my phone, my $1,000 like, iPhone. She, like, thought we Justice had looked at her straight in the face. It was like, yeah, well, we lost a person. Yeah. And in real time, you saw her perspective yeah. shift. And she just, like, hung her head and goes, yeah, I guess I'll just buy a new phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then, like, somebody like, offered Torian a mango white claw. He's like, I don't want a mango white claw. I just I want, want my friend back. <laughs> and I, and this was like, wow, well, he still might have been dead. Yeah. But, like, I was, I lost. I was laughing so fucking hard. I That's was, the it, thing about comedians was, like, everything was so stressful, but so funny. Fun. Yes. They were like, it was, like, nonstop jokes the entire way back. Thank God you're still alive, Jacob. Yeah, we real. were we were only jo- joking to cut the tension of all the. That, I mean, yeah, because it kind of got to a point too where I was like, I need to go lay down. I'm getting anxious. Like these mm. jokes are starting to not be funny. Yeah, because he might. It's be that dead. point of where you're making jokes because you're so stressed out well, and right, so worried. But the limo company <laughs> fucking told us Jacob might like not be alive. Yeah, like, well, like those God assholes. Thank God. Thank God, dude. That there was Jeez. Some, in. Like, <laughs> Why in do hindsight, we think that we can hindsight, go outside? In hindsight, Jacob, if you're listening to this, how the fuck in 2021 do you not get a hold of a phone or something <laughs> to where you can send a Facebook message or a text right. or shoot up a flare or do whatever you got to do? Put he, in a little effort, yeah. he found. <laughs> yeah. he, really, he really did just kind of, you know, it's give the, up. the thing that I've, I mean, obviously the river is not always by a road or something, but I was like, it's, it's Texas between like what Austin and New Braunfels. It's not like there's nobody out there. Yeah. It's not like you're in El there's Paso. Like other groups. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like that is just, I, I love that we did do it to prove to ourselves that we should <laughs> never do it again. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know why, like we just thought that we could go outside. Right. You know, well, um, we're not we really the put, most outdoorsy we, no, people. Seriously. And this is what we did wrong. If we'd have put a split second of planning 
or just, or just like, hey guys, huddle up. Uh, this is where we're getting in. This is where we're getting out. Yeah. If we were just just done that, right? We would have been ahead of the game, right? Or like, hey, let's tie up together. Like but Jacob was one of the first dangerous. people in. He was one of the first people he in. He was the first person in, and he was yeah. also the first person out. He was, and I was like, the, I was right behind him. I was like, right behind him, and I pushed out a little bit further. And like I'm looking back because I was at the front of the group, uh, and I'm looking back and I see Jacob off on like this this. He popped uh, his inner bank. tube immediately. <laughs> immediately, like that. Immediately, and we also had shit inner tubes though. Like other people did. had like rubber, like like rubber inner tubes, and that's what we needed because right. there were fucking rocks in that river. Yeah, they were like sharp. It, but Jacob had a little hubris because he had the one of the two coolers. His cooler was loaded down. And we're like, hey, you, you, get, a, you, get, a, you get an extra tube yeah. for the cooler. He's like, nah, I got it. Nah, so if he'd have taken the extra tube. Right. He would have had one. And his tube popped. He could have easily jumped into the other tube. Right. But no. Yeah. So it's on you, Jacob, uh, just <laughs> the record. Oh, but I felt like a jerk, but like the comic in me had made, forced me to say it. Oh, no. So this is oh, true. No. We did like... We took this limo back and forth to Austin from, from San Marcos. We did. It was a Hummer limo. It was a Hummer limo because we're tacky. But um, it was actually really nice on the way there. We had on a the way time. there. Uh, um, way back, yeah. the AC was busted. Busted. So we were legitimately like melting on the way back. But like Jacob was like giving this whole long speech about like, I was stuck on the rocks. And then I was out. He's like all sunburned. It's like, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Uh, I wanted to walk. I like shoes. Got lost in the river as well, right at the very beginning. So he didn't have shoes the entire he day. Shoes. So he's walking down hot, hot, like cement and rocks and shit. So his feet are tore up. And he's like, ah, and I was mad. I was like, it's like, well, Jacob, if it makes you feel any better, our ride back to Austin was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you son of a bitch. And I was like, I had to say it. Oh, man. That was, oh, my God. Yeah, that I'm, was such an experience. It was like fun, and then it became really, really stressful. If and it wasn't for Nicole, yeah, Nicole, who knows where? Well, how that would have ended? Yeah, she was really, she was really the the glue in that in that for sure. Um, also, uh, Ariellis couldn't swim. So oh the, yeah, the priority was keeping her in an inner tube. Um, and like I'm a strong swimmer, but I wasn't like I don't have I didn't have the strength to whoa, guide whoa, in. Whoa, way to call her fat, Jesus Christ! What I'm call, I we were all like, tied look, together. <laughs> but I can't. What I'm saying is I popped two tubes, um, <laughs> and I said something like I popped both my tubes, and Torian goes, "That means you can't get pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> It was a fun trip. <laughs> <laughs> a traumatic and fun trip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're probably trauma bonded at this point. <laughs> we should just kind of like normal human beings and just go on camping or something. It's like we would somehow fucked that up too, though. That's what I mean. I was camping, like, any trip that we take. Camping's hard to fuck up, though. I've done a lot of it. So yeah, are river trips. Fun. I've been on hundreds <laughs> and never had so any issues. And this one was just doomed to you failure. Went with like, you went in like college with like, mm -hmm. you know, normal people. That was, I felt like we stuck out <laughs> so oh, bad yeah. in that river. Yeah. I feel like comics do stick out or like, I, I don't know. I feel like in any situation, if, even if like we're out in public, we're in like a normal bar. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because like everyone's night. bidding the whole time. I mean. like everybody crack, talks so fast, and we're always like the loudest, and we're the rowdiest, and mm. laughing the most. We're always having the most fun, right? Yeah. 
Uh, however, there was some uh, some bitch on that river because we, we were like floating by and asking other people for drinks. We got separated from Nicole, who had the cooler, and uh, they this one group they threw at us a pineapple Topo Chico seltzer. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Man, why don't you just tell us to drown? Like that shit sucks. That's the worst one." Then she was like, "Oh, here, like take this extra." We're like, "Oh my god, thank you." We were like, "Really?" <laughs> so really? I, I, I don't remember who it was. Just tell us to fuck off like a normal person. <laughs> when I had top, like met back up with them randomly because I, I had yeah, stopped. that was a fucking miracle. Adam just floated right up to us. And yeah. I was like, nobody lose him because I'm yeah. done. We're getting <laughs> oh, out of yeah. this river. Yeah, I was. There's no way I was getting separated at that point. But I, I don't remember if it was Charles or somebody else. Was like, we're out of beer. And then somebody's like, hey, Abby, ask them for beer. I'm like, that's not going to work. Oh, it was Connor. Connor. Connor said flirt with those guys to get us beer. All she says is like, hey, can I have a beer? They're like, oh, here, have three. I'm like, I got like three Mick Ultras in 30, like less than 30 seconds. Yeah, it was, I was like, great. God damn. I do that now. Like, uh, you know, at the start of the month, like when I just paid rent, mm-hmm. I had like $10 on my debit card. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, but I want to go out this weekend. So I, I like, I don't know. I just like, I will just walk right up to people and start talking to them. And then I'll be like, hmm, boy, am I thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> do you say it like that? What are you, Sometimes. a 1930s gangster? You'd be surprised it works. Yeah. They'd be like, she a seems a little part? weird. It's kind of charming, you know? I don't know. You don't have to do that part. Though. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. She's practicing her accent. Yeah. Like, uh, what's more annoying is like my... Like people think that it's just me, and I swear that it's not. Like, like some of my like girlfriends, they don't understand the power that they hold. They're just too scared cut to the, go cut, up. cut the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cut the line. You guys are suckers, <laughs> is what I'm saying. That's like, true. Like, I don't. You go up to guys and you'd be like, "Oh boy, I'm thirsty, and I'm also a stand-up comedian. Look how pretty I am." They're like, "Ha ha, what? You're thirsty, and girls aren't funny. You know, tell me more. Here's your vodka soda. Just how it goes." <laughs> But like what? I can, I like one day I'm gonna actually like time it and test it. I'm gonna like go to a bar and say I'm gonna sit in here for 30 minutes and see how many drinks I can get for free. I will love for you to do that only because I am super excited <laughs> to read the YouTube comments. Of that <laughs> every insult on the every, planet every is man, gonna be like, every "This is what all women. This is, this is the female yeah, agenda." Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, boo! We all just get together and unite. And that's what, that's kind of what I mean though. Cause like, I don't like, I'm not like most girls. I am like most girls, but like I, nobody, some girls don't, don't, don't talk or like have like the confidence that I have that mm. stand up honestly gives me mm. just like kind of walk up. It's, it's a power move. Instead of like having the guy approach you, I'll approach them and I'll be like, mm, <clears throat> I'm parched and broke <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and funny. So in that order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really thirsty. I was had a dude. Uh, he, I told him, I, was, I, I actually, I did. I told him, I was like, I have, you know, $10. So um, what are we drinking? And he was like, well, that's forward. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> but at least you know what I want from you. And this is not to continue, you know, after, after I get that drink. <laughs> you can disappear. You can vanish. And it worked. It works. It usually works. That guy's name was Randy, though. He was an asshole. Fuck Randy. <laughs> Fuck Randy. <laughs> Seems like a piece of shit. But yeah, well. But 20-something-year-old dudes. Out of curiosity, if you were doing really well, you're like a big successful comedian. Right. Or making money in business somewhere, some way. Would you ever buy a guy a drink? Totally. Totally. Are you buying even a little bit of this mark? Yeah. Yeah. 
100%. No, I would. I don't, I wouldn't do it like in the way that I go out and hoe people now for drinks. But like, I buy, I buy people drinks. Like, would you I, ever send a drink to somebody down the bar and just kind of like throw out the vibe, shoot some finger guns maybe? Mm, shoot the finger guns? Yes. Buy somebody a drink from across the bar? I don't know if I would do that. Um, I would just love to see a guy's That requires reaction. subtlety though. But I don't, I don't possess subtlety. So that's another, that's another like key aspect in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at subtlety. So I feel like buying somebody a drink from like across the room, that's like playing the long game. And like, I don't got, I'm not patient. How long is the game? It's you're not more that direct, long, but it's, yeah. you know, I can make it shorter if I just walk up to the dude and be like, hey, you're hot. Here's a drink. So you're a high pressure game person. Yeah. I like high stakes. She's just All direct. gas, no breaks. Straight to the point. She's like, come on. All gas, no breaks. Uh, I'm all breaks. <laughs> we know, Adam. Breaks, no, Adam. We know. <laughs> I've seen your apartment many so, times. This is a beautiful place. So, uh, I've seen Adam on stage plenty at this point, but I like to say that Adam is the only bilingual comic I've ever seen because when Adam did Tuts and Interruption, he oh, went, oh, here we go. He went dead fucking last. Um, oh. And they bumped in, in Adam's defense, not really. They bumped in so many people on that show. However. In my defense. No. I had been raining down threes on the basketball court that day. <laughs> and we went oh, out uh, with Wes Holt mm-hmm. to go like eat crawfish. Oh, you told me. One o'clock. Yes. In the afternoon. So he, we start he had drinking. already been. Yeah, Adam yeah, was, had a full evening of. Oh, and I didn't go on stage till like eleven thirty. Oh, it was night. later than that. It was yeah. definitely eleven fifty. But the that, all that being said, it's a thousand percent my fault. Should have never let it happen. Yeah, the most embarrassed I've ever been on stage in my entire life. And it's not because like how awful it was. It was bad, but it was like it was not. It wasn't. It was like funny, and then it was like concerning. Because <laughs> so Adam gets on stage right, and he's beyond trash like Adam's in another dimension Mm. and he takes this microphone and he goes what am I even doing here (laughs) Trey recognizes it immediately yeah Trey was like dude get off like immediately immediately and Adam stayed on but he's not saying anything because Adam doesn't know why he's on stage like that's how I was pushed up there he was pushed up there he thinks that he's probably died and like gone to heaven Adam is speaking straight gibberish the best I've ever seen somebody speak that's damning with faint praise I've tried to imitate it and like I can't I don't think I've ever been like that far gone. In I my could teach life. you. It'll just take 20 years of drinking. He's, slurring. <laughs> he's just, he's slurring, but it's not even English. Like, it's just not words. He doesn't know what he wants to say. And he was up there for like maybe it's two or three minutes. It's called being abstract art, folks. Right. <laughs> sure. This was all part of the plan. I was dead sober. Oh, my God. It was abstract art. It was Drew Hallway told me to do it. Oh. And, oh, well, um, yeah. By the way, we need to have him back on. We have him back on and Justice back on. I like Drew because when he writes the stuff for the open mic, he like skips numbers just to be a dick. (laughs) He'll or or he's drunk, but he does skip numbers. He'll go like one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve, thirteen, you know, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, fifty one, fifty two. So that way, when you know you sign up for the open mic, they're like, "What number are you going?" You're like fifty two. They're like, "What?" It's like you're actually just seven. He's a maniac. Yeah. That's what you're bilingual in, you know. Gibberish. Gibberish. Yeah. 
Hopefully that comes into my benefit sometime in my life. It that night go. was crazy because I had anxiety after seeing you on stage. I was like, <laughs> like it was, it was a lot. I had anxiety. And then the, like when we went out, uh, outside at Rudd's, um, I got like hit on by a couple, but I was getting hit on like by both of them at the same time. Ooh. Yeah. It was intense. That had never happened to me before. How'd that play out? Um, I was mortified. I was like, I don't. Where are my friends? I need to find my friends. Because they were they were both coming on so strong, and then I was handed a business card, and I was like, No, I know where this goes. Stop giving me business cards. How do you know where this goes? I've been given business cards as like a method of flirting before, like a few uh, times. Is were they nice business cards? Um, I mean, some are better than others. Some of them have faces on them. Yeah, I've seen like enough business cards at this point. I think I could I could tell you what's a good one, what's a bad one. How do you feel about comics who have business cards? I know I know comics have business business cards. Oh, so do I. Yeah. We know some mutual comics (laughs) that have business cards. I mean It seems like I I get it if you're trying to market yourself. Yeah, but odd. Yeah, but I don't know if I would maybe maybe it's because I'm a chick. Maybe I wouldn't hand out like you know, a physical piece of paper with all of my information Personal on it. Like, yeah, so like I would probably, I would like do stickers or something where that maybe had my Instagram handle on it so people could find me that way. But what I kind wouldn't. Of stickers here? What's the design? I don't know. If I did stickers or like merch or anything, it would definitely be like um, something Buffalo Wild Wings related or like it would be my fish. It would be like fish related. It'd be like. Ah, uh, because yeah. you have jokes. Those are about the two him. jokes I think that I, that I have in my act that are like merch worthy. I like your jokes about um, libertarian types. I like those, like those jokes uh, too. That whole vein of jokes is very funny. It's very funny. I'm excited to do those actually out of town soon. So They're going to travel well, yeah. I, think, I think. I think so too. So we, our last guest, because we missed a week. Oh, yeah. Because uh, old, I can't do shit while I'm feeling bad over here. <laughs> um, you, no, you were in Jamaica. Or no. No. Oh, he was he was sick. Oh, uh, and it was Thursday because we were gonna, we were gonna change our schedule to get Bob on, uh. and um, then uh, old poopy pants over here. What if, <laughs> I'm kidding. We all get sick except for me because I'm a fucking champion. But um, gingers. So we missed a yeah. week. But the, our previous guest. So if you're listening to these in order, which you probably are, you're binging it like it's the fucking office. <laughs> um, was Rachel, and yeah. she gave you props. Is like. I was like, hey, because she's a newer, newer comic than yeah. both of us. Rachel's only like a couple months in. She's seven months in. I think she started in January. Yeah, she's a little baby. But um, she said you were her number one person to bounce jokes off of. Yeah. Um, I was the one that told Rachel that she needs to start every set by just saying, hi, I'm Rachel and I'm sober, and then just move on. Um, because I took. Um, do you I say every set or every date? Every. <laughs> oh, Adam. She probably she she's got the date part handled. She she's killing it. Oh in that yeah, department. she's doing great. She's I, doing great. I, I, yeah, I don't need to help her there. No. no. Um, she's killing it in comedy too. But I took um I took a a, a writing class, um, with uh, a bunch of you know uh, comics in California and one of them she was like actively living in sober living she was very funny but all of her stories were so insane that like mm-hmm. if we didn't know that she'd been living in like a sober living facility we'd be like oh 
um, this woman needs help. Like she, <laughs> somebody come collect her because it, it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it makes so much sense because some people who are like, my favorite comedy to listen to sometimes is like, that's why I got sober stories. Like on Comedy Central, like this is not happening. Like yeah, yeah. those are so funny to me. Dan but they're Collins only, really funny. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. Like, but they're only funny with the knowledge that that person is, you know, not ruining their oh. life anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, yes. Yes. I don't know. I think it can still be fun. Like, you don't, you like, don't want your audience concerned about your well-being. Well, yeah, you don't want... If it's a show called I Can't Believe This Is Happening, well, you can tell a story that's, well, in uh, that's considered that, outside the norm. Right, but that's what I mean. But for Rachel's set in general, and, like, that was what the instructor told this one girl I took a class with. They were like, dude, just say it, like, real quick, right off, so everybody mm-hmm. knows. And then you can say the wildest shit that you want to, and nobody, and you're you're not gonna experience a pullback from your crowd. That's all. So how many of like your story or your jokes? I know one of them is based on some on reality. Right. How many of them are based on reality? All. Do you, do you think that's important? I do actually. You talked about that with Rachel, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm a, I'm like I was saying like with subtlety, I'm usually like I'm really not a good a good liar. Um. And I do better uh, exaggerating stories because I do tell a lot of stories on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, they're exaggerated. And of course, like the, you know, the things that I, you know, say, uh, some of them aren't, you know, entirely true, but they're all based in a real thing that's, you know, happened to me or somebody that I've met. And that makes it more enjoyable for me to tell on stage because mm-hmm. I'm being more authentic. I don't feel like I'm lying to people. And so, oh, I have no problem lying to people. I, I'm not good at it. <laughs> None I'm at doing all. unbelievable stories, and like I'm trying to like be a liar. Yeah, I'm doing. Show. So I've been like I'm doing rideshare confessions on oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, podcast listeners, um, going to be too late by the time this comes out. Um, what is rideshare confessions supposed to be? And like, what's the? It's solely a storytelling show. Just stories, okay. And they're supposed to be based on the truth. So unbelievable stories is a is a I think a better version of of ride share confessions because it has that element like the, this the, could the, all the be audience a lie. Votes, right yeah. yeah i was i went to go see it on um what was that sunday yeah on sunday to kind of see what it was like or was it yeah it might have been yesterday i can't remember but um yeah it was yesterday so i went to go see like i went to go see what it was like yeah no it was sunday sunday so i played basketball right before i went there but um <laughs> god the week flies by right but um so I wanted to get a feel for like what storytelling jokes, how they were playing with the audiences. Right. right. But um, after the story, they go up there, Brian and Koo, and um, they basically try to like pick apart the, the story and um, tell whether they think it's true or not. And then the audience votes. And they didn't even do like, some people did like three different stories. Right. I feel like once they refine it, it's going to be a really fun show. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know that they were paying a close I think enough it would attention be cool. to yeah. the stories. It would be cool if they told us to come with one true, one lie. Two truths and a lie? Or what, yeah. What's that? What's yeah, because it's 10-minute sets. Um, that's a good idea. You should tell Brian that. It's two five-minute stories. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, um, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. You should tell Brian that. Or steal that shit. Fuck you, Brian. We're taking over. <laughs> I want to do So, like, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm not I love sober. You, Brian. 
I'm not sober, but I do want to convince somebody because we have enough sober people. Like y'all were talking about DUIs. Y'all said we should do a DUI show. <laughs> it would be the longest show in Houston oh history. Oh my God, that would be, that's just an open mic. That's, <laughs> that's like, No, that's a marathon. That's yeah, like a, that is, yeah. a 24 hour marathon. We could raise money to pay off these people's Yeah, bills. legal bills. Yeah. No, uh, I think it would be real, real cool if we did a That's Why I Got Sober show here, a storytelling show. We could. Could be a little depressing. I mean. If you can find some humor in it, great. That's, well, why, that's one well, thing that yeah. was great about Not like Cantwell. random people from the street trying to inspire me. I mean, people who were criminals who are now funny. Yeah, I mean, I could probably, like, a, everyone could find humor in right. tragedy. I mean, that's what comedy is. Yeah. But exactly. Like, but, but like, uh, yeah, I agree. So you would, you would need people who are like, you know, sober enough, you know, or like long enough for the right reasons for it to really work out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I've, I'm guilty of this. And then like, I've also seen comics like go on stage and talk about stuff that maybe they aren't ready to talk about. And like, it is just, it, it crashes and burns. I saw, I saw, I don't even remember his name. I saw a headliner in uh, Boston one time and he literally had his parents in the audience. And he was like talking about his like very, very, very recent divorce. And he started crying on stage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, man, this is, you know, kind of what we're, what we're getting at with like, you know, having Rachel establish you sober. You know what I mean? Like uh, maybe, maybe don't, you know, don't say ex-wife if if you don't want, like nobody's going to know. Right. So that's one thing that's interesting. Don't cry on stage. (laughs) Well, that's what's interesting. I agree. It's a comedy show. It's all supposed to be funny, but I have seen two comics that got, cried on stage in the inside of a comedy story jerry wayne longmire when he was doing the, the like funniest comic in houston yeah and it's like a very heartfelt he's talking about his mom passing away and he ties it up at the end with a joke so he brings it back to a joke but he's right. like those are real raw emotions like right. it's not that long ago right. and then cantwell told a story on sunday about his dad getting like run over like yeah. by his, yeah. his, but like he tells this whole story and he got a little t- teary-eyed and it adds an ex- a different element that I would not expect to play well in a comedy right. show. Right. But it actually kind of drew them in. I kind of feel like they're also maybe people who, though, are skilled enough, you know? Oh, yeah. Steve was making it up. Yeah. He's like, I've been working on this crying <laughs> thing. I'm like, Steve, is, you're a fucking monster. He's crazy. <laughs> he is a psychopath. He's hey, the reason the it's because I lock of him. my doors Yes, yes. He is the reason I check my, double check my door, doors he every day. He is crazy because here's the thing. He yep. knows he's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he like knows he's a psychopath. Yep. And he takes pride in that yep. shit. So how do I know you're not still sneaking into people's houses? Yeah. How do I know that that was a lie to start with? Because that's what you want me to think. Yeah. That's how I feel about Steve. He's like a super villain. You know, luckily everyone confuses me for him. So oh, God. I, got, I got that going for me. You know, I like I this is a total pivot, sorry from your baldness. I don't like puns. <laughs> I love See, puns. <laughs> God damn it. Puns. I'm going to hate watch this I'm gonna shit. Tell, I'm going to tell Dan, Dan Hornstein, she's coming after us. Here's the thing, though, is I love Dan as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will listen to Dan's puns. I'll listen to Torian's puns. Mm-hmm. Everyone else can fuck right <laughs> off. That's kind of what I'm. Uh, I did the pun off. Like, uh, I hear a pun and it, like, kind of punches me in the gut a little bit. I just get winded. I'm like, really? It depends, depends on, the, it depends on the pun. Some puns will make me laugh and some. 
like Dan said a pun to me like a week ago, and I was like, ha ha. He's like, that was actually a really good sarcastic laugh. I was like, that was not a good that pun. That was genuine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. if, if Dan has got me to laugh at a pun, and I was like surprised. I was like, you know what? Maybe I like uh, this guy, you know? Dan's hilarious. Dan is, Dan so is hilarious. Dan's person, like Dan's so style and personality oh, yeah. is right up my alley. Yep. Those are like, that's, I like that. I mean, I like all kinds of different things. Like, I love Drew, <laughs> I love Torian. So, I, like, I love all kinds of different things. Oh, Drew does do puns, huh? Yeah, yeah, Drew does a lot of puns, but um, I think if as long it is as it is good, it's it's not like you can, can't see it coming a mile away. I like it. Yeah. I think a, a laugh to a degree, if it's a honest laugh, it's not a cheap laugh. All laughs are equal, whether you got I to guess, it from a yeah. pun. Or you got to it from a setup punchline. It's personal preference because not everybody vibes with my, you know, delivery like of comedy either. It's I'm in very, vogue to I'm say I'm very I hate conversational, puns. and uh, you know that is that is what I like to do. I like when people say, "Oh, I saw your show, and mm. it just made me feel like I was having a conversation with you." Because that is that is where I'm funny in life, and so that's what I that's what I want to do on stage. I want to have a conversation. Oh, you think you're funny? Oh yeah, no, I no. do actually think <laughs> I'm quite funny. Were we Acting. Just, weren't no. you just defending <laughs> puns a second ago? I have, oh, I have zero shame in my. Uh, we know. We know. We know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. You don't need to finish the sentence. We just yeah, the zero, zero shame. shame yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just leave it there. Yeah. Punctuated. <laughs> so you've been in, in the the arts. Yep. You've been doing the play. We have. I don't know how we like. We talked about it for like ten seconds. Yeah. And then moved away. Yeah. So, is the story or the rumors true that the theater kids fucked more than any other kids in high school? One hundred percent. But I knew it. They're gonna be second place to band kids. Band kids the are, two nerdiest groups. That's what I'm saying, dude. Are getting the most action. So, like, the thing about theater kids, where band kids have the upper hand, is that in a traditional, like, you know, boy girl relationship, you're looking at a good percentage of gay dudes and girls. You know, like, you you don't have a lot of options. Sure. So, and you spend a lot of time with these people, not just like in school, but like rehearsals or after school. Wait, you're talking about band or theater? Theater. Okay. okay, And everybody drives everybody home. You know, everybody goes out to eat all the time. You, you get really close with these people. You, Mm -hmm. you're going to start, you know, dating them and fucking them. Right. I wasn't that person though. In Your dad's school? not going to listen to this. And I, it, it's, I mean, I didn't become a whore until I was an adult. What? Whore? <laughs> I'm not a whore now. No, no. I'm just no. More of a slut than anything. I'm like, a, I'm like a, a, a sexy like Robin Hood. You know, I just go around and steal drinks. <laughs> yeah. Steal from the rich and <laughs> give it to the, the poor. Yeah. Poor is me. <laughs> yeah, pour one out for the pores. Pour one out for the pores, baby. So, yeah, like, I've always heard that. I've known a handful of theater people. Well, yeah, and then like two... Like, theater kids are so touchy-feely. Like, because, you know, theater is about being so open and vulnerable, and we feel our emotions, and we express them, you know, to our parents on stage. And it's just like, like, theater kids, they just want to touch each other all the fucking time. What are they, on ecstasy or something? Well, I mean... (laughs) Ecstasy of the masses. I don't know what high school you went to, but mine... Homeschooled. See? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. our theater club was not nearly as sexy. Right, yeah. No, dude, like... A lot of monologues. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
I don't know, like one man show, if you will. One man show, <laughs> fuck you. No, that's what we do now. That, that's half the reason I didn't go to. If I went to college, I was would have gone for theater. Would have mm-hmm. gotten a theater degree, which, uh, you know, after seeing the pandemic, I'm so glad that I did not do mm-hmm. that. Worked out for Elizabeth Banks. I guess she got a theater degree, right? And but- she like she got offered a soap opera like her first weekend out of school. She turned it down. And then she got offered work like right after that. Doesn't help. Doesn't hurt being right, super you attractive get, you and all that. You can get offered work like anytime, anywhere. You don't need a theater degree to get offered work. And that's where I was at. I was I like, got, I'm ready yeah. to work. I actually got offered some modeling work. It was mostly just taking pictures of my feet. But um, you know, you can do Academy Sports and Outdoors. They'll hire anybody. They do it in Houston. I've I've done print Thanks modeling. Thanks for that sales pitch. Literally, they'll hire anybody. <laughs> I'm saying. So my dad and I used to do it together. Um, the academies, you know, print modeling and academy commercials. But when they, whoa, whoa, whoa. what was the dynamic? Oh, I would never. I oh, would, were y'all ever booked to like a show? Like, all right, this is like boyfriend together. girlfriend here. You're like, oh, what? This oh, my dad. dude. So here's actually this is like I've so seen off your dad. topic. Pretty handsome guy. My dad is is a pretty handsome dude. Um, people have mistaked us for a couple, and it is <laughs> disgusting. I get that happened to me with my. I, like, I think my dad's sister. a hand. Like I can get why you know people are like, oh, your dad's handsome. You know, I don't ever say thanks to that. That's not my compliment to 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 take. Mm-hmm. I would like, take it as an insult. I do, but he definitely is. You know, significantly older than me, and definitely does look significantly older than me. He may not look his age, but like, come on, come on. I'm not dating my dad. I have a joke about it. My yeah, <laughs> it's so awkward. Uh, so, uh, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, I do have some shows coming up. Fuck. When does this come out? You said Sunday. 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 This Sunday. 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 Mm-hmm. So, I have some shows coming up. Um, the 26th, I'm hosting El Pablito, you losers. Um, oh, yeah, we're the losers. You're yeah. the one hosting El Pablito. Well, no, I'm kidding. It's a Will asked me, and like, I just can't say no, you know? Uh, but Interesting act- trait. Right? Yeah. I'm going to be in Austin uh, July 31st at the Romo Room. Oh, really? Um, so if nice. you know anybody's traveling to Austin. I'm going to be in Austin that weekend with my cousins. Oh, sweet. I think I'm going up that Saturday and then I'm just doing that show and going to 6th Street and then I'm going to go back to Austin within the next couple of weeks and like do mics and shit. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Hell my, yeah. My cousin and I have the same birthday so we're headed up there for the weekend. Good story. Oh, man. Good story. Sweet. Yeah. When's your birthday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow. Your birthday's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh my God, it's oh, Tuesday. Oh shit, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I keep forgetting just, it too. Like, he baited us into wishing him a happy birthday. That was all planned. It was no. all planned. I got you this uh, white cloth for your birthday. <laughs> An for empty koozie. one? <laughs> no, that's point, yeah. The koozie, you don't get the to koozie. keep though. That's no, I'll, I'll take the koozie. That's, that's hilarious. Happy birthday. How are you going to go to Austin, obviously? Yeah. What, what are you going to do in Austin? Uh, I don't, Mike. He's like, get drunk. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go do what I always do in Austin: go explore, Straight go try all rows, obviously. <laughs> all try all the food trucks, and then whatever else. My cousin said he had a bunch of other things he wanted to do, so I was like, let's, let's just go do it. We're staying in a hotel in Austin too, so I will be using my like you know magical powers because I have to pay for a hotel room. So <laughs> I will be drinking for free in Austin. <laughs> Oh, We're I thought you said to, to pay for the hotel room. Oh, no. What the fuck? <laughs> no. I told you I'm not a whore. Yeah, she calls magical powers. <laughs> Magic. Yeah. So do you have any socials you want to share? Uh, Yeah. My 
Instagram is at weirdo, W-E-I. People know how to spell weirdo. <laughs> You'd be surprised. No, they don't. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. Dot Abby, spelled A-B-B-E-Y. Um, you can follow me on TikTok because that's where my uh, pet fish has a lot of followers. Um, that's at Strawberry Quip, Q-U-I-P. Oh, you like quips, but you don't like puns. Uh, well, I... What's the fucking difference? Here's the thing is I made my TikTok username from a random word generator because I had a theory that TikTok <laughs> promotes videos Even that have Even the weird algorithm usernames. likes puns. That, <laughs> the algorithm doesn't like anybody, especially not me. It only likes They just likes know what fish. works, baby. <laughs> if I put my stand-up on TikTok, it gets like mm, a few hundred views. If I the put, algorithm knows what works, baby. <laughs> if I put my pet fish on TikTok, bro, that shit... Pays Don't my bills. Make me repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, we still don't know why America's leaving Afghanistan, but we did have a good oh, time. God. Yes, we did. <laughs> Leave it to Adam to always circle around to the first pointless if thing the, he brought if, up. If we go to yeah. war, make sure you guys draft Adam Ratliff. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I, I, I actually, now he's joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flat footed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, weak constitution. Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> if they start drafting bald goes, people, fuck now. you, America. I'm denouncing my citizenship. Yeah. We've had it tough enough, goddammit. I'm going to tell people, I'm going to say, don't draft me because um, uh, you should draft Adam Ratliff, who's a straight man. He's as far bald. as you know. You don't, even, you don't even need a haircut. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we given enough to this country? Oh. The white men? Actually, they should <laughs> only draft attractive people, thin out the fucking competition. Oh, my God. Now you're just shitting on me for being hot. That's a low blow. <laughs> well, I said attractive That's like why people. why I get heckled. I should have specified attractive men. We don't need women oh, in the military. No, we don't. Now. The women don't. We don't want to be in the military. Not me, anyway. Uh, Beth Alder has this hilarious. No. no, is it her? It's like, huh? I can't remember if it's Beth. I think it's Beth. It has this bit. It's like, no, we want... We want equal rights to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> yeah, She's 100% correct. If we go to war, I want to stay home and fold towels. It's like, no, we're fucking this up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's her. I it's don't want to really work. funny bit. Sucks that she's leaving for law school. Mm-hmm. What a jerk for bettering her life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is we really can't Excuse me. We can't afford to lose any more female comments. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like some of the best are like all leaving at the same time. Like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Luckily... We have a lot of people coming in, newcomers, like Rachel's of the world, mm-hmm. um, and Rachel's of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Tess, Tess is great. Tess is great. Tess is great. She's, she's like a year in. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, she's in. Mm-hmm. She's in. Tess is great. But one of the best female comics here in the scene, uh, rising star, three years in, getting a lot of bookings. Her dad likes it. My dad does like it. He's jealous. <laughs> yeah, he's jealous. He's, jealous. he's like stewing in the it's back row. It's only a matter like, of time. I'm why is she you. getting the claps and I'm not getting the claps? Well, there's going to be one day. There, I just already Didn't know. you say he's going to do an open mic? That's what I mean. I can feel it coming. I feel it he's brewing within your, him. What if he comes in and he crushes? He would. My dad is like, my dad is funny. He's talented. Oh, I'm going to boo this motherfucker. Oh, I'm going to boo that motherfucker. Are you kidding? That would be so weird. Like, I can't my imagine. My dad and I are competitive. Like he, he and I are competitive. They go after the same my guys. Sister. And <laughs> my sister. It's 50-50 who wins, really. There, I'm not going to lie. There were some times 
when I would be like, am I dating my boyfriend or is my dad dating my... Like, they just... <laughs> Why would you bring they, this up just now? Yeah, yeah. we're... <laughs> vibe's so heavy. <laughs> I could go, oh, man, this is such a deep vein for conversation. <laughs> um, That's... I'm sorry. He seems like a nice I go guy. on people's podcasts and, and we and talk for three hours. Yeah. 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 What's the longest we've had? Three hours. Yeah. Who yeah. was that? That was Kenji. Kenji, yeah, yeah. Kenji. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I like Kenji too. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's and he's, Corliss. Oh yeah. What, so what the rest of the relation there? <laughs> They're a couple. Adam. <laughs> They're a power couple. That's what I mean. But like, they are the number one Houston comedy couple for sure. Mm-hmm. They might be the only. I was like, Houston is there any other couple. one? <laughs> yeah, there was one other one. Uh, we didn't dive into that at any point in our no. podcast history, but it would have been hilarious. Anyway. Thank you very much, Abby, for coming yes. on the show. Thank you very much you for coming. You were great. Uh, and, uh, and Adam's getting drafted, so say your goodbyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we ain't winning this war, folks. Nope. <laughs> cannon fodder, that's all Adam is. Exactly. <laughs> they <laughs> shoot me out of the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> the Greg. The, the Greg. It's because you're red. Exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, you're just the flare signal. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.